Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Road Quadrant Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're excited about it. We had some energy drink. We're down to a double Hey, baby. Hey. My name. Q air horn soundboard. <laughs> wow, that's. That's too much. Welcome, everyone. Just turn this off. <laughs> For those of you that are braving with us, welcome to Rogue's Watching Podcast. Uh, we've got our Instagram feed live up with us. Hi. Uh, we've got a couple Hi. couple onslaughts in the stream already. Hi. We're excited to get in this. Uh, by the way, my name is Mopar. My name is Commander Cody. And we're the Rogue's Watching Podcast. You may uh, also know me as CC2224. No one. I ordered one of my troopers to shoot down Kenobi in Order 66 and he missed. You said fire with two fingers, didn't you? Fire! Blast him. Oh, does he say blast him? I think so. Blast him. I should know that, right? I should get that tattooed on myself. Blast him. Yeah. Sad moment. Uh, so what's on the docket today? We're going to do our usuals. We got our final beer infusion with cereal that we're going to get into. Uh, a lot of news from Star Wars Celebration, which we're gearing up for. That's almost two weeks away. Got some comics that we read. Some, this is the most common. I didn't even bring the major one that I read because I, I sat oh, down in uh, Barnes and Noble ah. and just read the whole fucking thing for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're so proud of yourself. It was one of those where it's like this is this is worth a read. Was it one of those? But it wasn't wowing me. I know we'll get those. into it. It was a Vader comic. First yeah. of all, Vader's a bitch. We all know that. That didn't wow me, and that's saying a lot. All right. Uh, as we do every episode, what else do we have? We got some uh, coasters. We got some cool stuff to, that we're not going to be giving away, but that's going to be available at our celebration. Did you just fart out of your face? No, I. Maybe it was my own burp or something. I think it was. I didn't. I haven't made a single. Whoa. Uh, I just haven't made a single. Maybe, I, maybe I'm smelling the, the experiment in front of me, <laughs> which is not not good. Also, we got a behind the scenes photo of the Mandalorian, and we have a rumor to talk about for Benioff and Weiss Star Wars movies. So it's a jam-packed episode. It is. We have a lot to get to. Um, but for anyone who's going to Star Wars Celebration Chicago, uh, that Friday night where you're doing an after party, it's going to include it's beer, Star Wars, and just a bunch of live podcasting. Come out, chat with us, drink with us. Uh, there is somewhat of a limited amount available. Yeah. But you, everybody's allowed to come. So hopefully... It's free and open event. Yeah. But obviously, inside a venue, the space is limited. So probably so there might be a line forming. I know you guys might have PTSD from Orlando, but there'll be wristbands if you're 21 so that the bartenders don't have to check your ID every time you get a drink. Yeah. We're, and we're, there probably will be a line. So yeah. sorry to bring back all the torture from Orlando. Now, we will be on but. one of the floors. So even if you're uh, unable to get all the way up to the Star Wars floor, whichever one that may be, uh, you can probably still just hang out at the uh, brewery. And have some drinks and maybe as, as people come and go and clear out, you can uh, venture on up and meet us and say hi. Yeah, do it. So uh, we do us. have a, a, a handful of awesome people coming out with us, hopefully. Uh, private guest list. Private guest list. M- Mark Hamill might show up. 
He texted me. He was George Lucas might show up. Who? Kathleen Kennedy might show George up. George Lucas. That's legends. You bro. never know. They're in town. They might show up. Legends. I can bro. either confirm nor deny the, the guest list. Yeah. So. So we'll have some uh, stuff for sale. You want to come out and say hi? Whatever. That's all I want to say about it. I'm excited. Cool. I was gonna plug the Patreon. Patreon. I hate saying that. I wish it was just something easier. Patrons. Follow the shit. Patreon is the platform, and the members that are on Patreon are patrons of the show. So we do have a couple new patrons. Yeah, we uh, got hammered with my buddies on Friday and forced them to sign up for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Twist their arms. They've been thinking about it for a very long time, so I finally, you know, I saw a thermal exhaust port, and I fired my torpedoes. Oh, wow. And they signed the fuck up. It was a long Friday. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys are fans of the show, you can head on over to Patreon and become mm-hmm. a patron. There's many different tiers, uh, but I'm not going to bore you with that. So we're going to get into our beer review. We've got our... Uh, let me see here. we got golden our cereals. Golden Grams. The Golden and Grams. The beer, going to drink it with the cereal. Those, everybody is on YouTube or, uh, I'm sorry, Instagram, wondering what the fuck's going on. Uh, so we are doing a beer infused with cereal, and this is our third round with this. Uh, and we started, we're do, using the same beer uh, all three times. So it's a Baltic Porter from our local Land Grant. And Thank you, Land Grant, for the beer. Yes, thank you, Land Grant. If you're ever in Columbus, Land Grant's the place to be. Uh, but like we've we been kind of revolving door with different cereals, and it went poorly. And then it went well, so I'm hoping the the simple golden grams will just be I think I saved the best for last. So also, I did not... The first time, I I poured the cereal in and poured the beer in and let it sit here in front of us for like a half hour. Second time, I let it sit for like almost an hour. This time, I infused it and then I put it back in the fridge. So I've done it slightly different each time and I put a little less cereal in this time. Uh, So... Are you cereal? Stop. Is the last Jedi good? Best. It's the best. The best. <laughs> uh, there's nothing else to even consider. Terminator Two. Um, Terminator Two is dated, but still very good. So, so I did see a post on I think it was Facebook saying name a series that the uh, sequel was better than the original. Terminator Two. Terminator Two. I was like Star Wars. Uh, Ace Ventura. Star Wars. Ace Ventura was definitely one. That's a difficult one though. Star Wars. Oh, Dark Knight? Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Number one, ASAP. All right. You ready for the Golden Grand Porter? I don't think this thing's updating, buddy. Yeah, it is. Travis Dunn's the last something that said something. We're stream. All right, yeah. Drinking bell. <sighs> the third and final cereal beer. Cheers it. Cheers it. We're going to smell it. it. Okay. It smells similar to the last one. Want to go for it? Yeah, go. Ooh. You know, that doesn't... And this is going to sound bad right away, but it doesn't have the sharpness as the honey oat or honey nut Cheerios, yeah. which is almost good. It's kind of a background flavor, rather. I almost taste more of the beer in this one than the cereal. I feel like the other two, the cereal, have been so prominent. Yeah. Maybe did you use less actual cereal? Because I, I feel used, like it's... Yeah. Less cereal, but longer time. And I kept it in the fridge the whole time. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so we've got... I like it a lot better, actually. This is... This tastes... Oh, okay. This is the first time that this tastes like a beer still. The other one tasted like science experiments. 
This tastes like the potentially could have came out of a can like this. Um, but yeah. Th- no, this is this is very good. Yeah. A little more like I, w- I don't want to say uh, honey, but like oaty almost. Uh-huh. Kind of weird. A little more grainy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a couple more sequels that people are in a chat are yelling about. Lord of the Rings. I personally I would disagree with that one. I agree. I don't. Everybody shits on the second one. That's the most watched for me. I always go because I, for whatever reason, I love the towers and I love the trees. I'm like, fuck it up. Oh, I love all of them, but I still think the first one's my favorite. The, yeah, the <clears> first one, I personally think it's a little drawn out. But, um, and then Sean Richards says Captain America: Winter Soldier. You know, is better than the first. I've only seen Winter Soldier twice. I, think I really need to watch it again. That's the one that everyone is like balls deep. Like, that's the best MCU. I can't watch it. movie. I'm uh, I'm losing my voice. By the way, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I need to watch that one again. Um, I watched an editorial on YouTube today about how Civil War is the best uh, comic book movie. Is it because it's so similar to the uh, the comic book of the movie? Um, he went into a bunch of okay. different shit. Uh, it was detailed and it was essentially, it couldn't have been that good if you didn't have all the buildup, obviously. But it's like, basically, if you consider the whole MCU part one is from the beginning up until Infinity War and then Endgame. And it's kind of like capping off part one. Civil War is like right in the middle. Like it builds up. There's a climax. Civil War happens. And then we build back up to Infinity War. Um, but I agree. It's one of my favorites in the Marvel world. And I think probably still top five, like all over comic book movies for me. Dryly here says Winter Soldier is like Avengers 1.5. See, I don't like Bucky. I don't care i've never given a shit really and that, i don't that like might, cap and i don't like bucky that might be my issue i care about cap obviously because he's a leader of the companion or the <laughs> avengers but uh <laughs> for whatever reason it's like he gets wrapped up into this whole bucky thing and it's like it takes away from captain america i feel <clears throat> like you should be out saving people and i know bucky was like evil and you got to turn him over but i don't know it, it just kind of lost me i kind of agree with you yeah Captain America is all about his morals. This is three out of three. He's not compromising that for anything. Mm. I feel, Mm. so even though his relationship with Bucky Mm. kind of lines up with his morals, I feel, and this is why I took Tony's side in Civil War until I watched this editorial, kind of. He kind of turned me against him. Um, Turn him against me. (laughs) What did you just say? Turn him against me. Turn him against me. You will do it. No, that's an place. Anakin quote, but I said it like Palpatine. I don't know why. You will turn him against me. Oh, I took the, please don't let him kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used that inflection. I don't know why I changed it up. It Anyways, moral of the story, Civil War is great. Captain America sucks. Uh, Winter Soldier, we'll see. Hey, Steve Kirk. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, Mr. Kirk. I know you're a big beer man fan as well. You should try the infusion cereal stuff that we've been doing. We might and have it doesn't to. have to just be cereal. It's true. You can take an IPA and throw some citrus shit in there. Fruit roll-ups? Fruit roll-ups. You can do some berries. You can throw chocolate, coffee beans, whatever. So you saying three out of three for this one? Personally, I really am enjoying this. Especially compared to the other ones. But uh, I feel like we've done we did a one, we did a two. This is by far better than the other two. So I agree. I will uh, sit on a hard three. <clears throat> Ew. What? I'm not sitting on a hard three. You just said that. Okay, baby. You announced it. You, you wanna, chose it for yourself. You want to check on that? And I'll uh, yell at the people here. On Instagram? Not really. Yeah. I'd like to have it up, man. Try to promote ourselves, but it's difficult. Sometimes we just suck ass at all of it. So, 
Uh, but I am excited. Uh, so the major comic that I did read while I was at Barnes and Noble last week was called Vader Down. Uh, obviously, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're a Vader fan. I've never came across someone that said, you know, I like Star Wars, but I don't really like Vader. No, because Star Wars is Darth Vader and Darth Vader is Star Wars. Um, and even as George Lucas says it, the two trilogies that he was a part of, it's it's about the downfall of Anakin Skywalker and the rise of Vader. It's like, I think how he put it was, it, it's about the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker. Yes. Uh, so the first, that's, I mean, I would like to wrap that up with the sequel trilogy. That's what's making me really excited for episode nine, because I think if they're going to try to tie things back into Anakin in any sort of way, I'm excited to see how they're going to do that cap things off with that let's theorize real quick uh and again three out of three with this theories star wars theories what if because i'm the one thing out of the sequels that just has always stuck with me is when he was over there in episode seven and he was talking to the the helmet or the mask of vader he said i will finish Finish what what you you started." started well what did he start that's what i'm wondering and the thing that i just quite just thought about is maybe Anakin slash Vader has been communicating with Kylo on what to do, how to do it, and how to take Snoke out without... Because Snoke is... First of all, I'm going to sit here and say... Do you think that takes anything away from Kylo? Shut up. Your voice. You lost your voice, right? I can still talk. It's in the process (laughs) of being lost. Um, It just sounds very weak. I guess my point... too weak. My point was... I, we would assume Snoke is stronger. It's kind of like a, a Vader. Different ways. Yes, I agree. But still, I think if they were to just one-on-one fight, Snoke would probably come out on top because he just knows better. He's wiser. He's older, blah, blah, blah. I think maybe with the help of Anakin or Vader's Mask. guidance or whatever, yeah, he would have been like, look, if you went one-on-one with them, you can't. You have to learn deception. You got to learn... Uh, oh, I'm a poor fucking wimp. Play the, play the game, dude. I feel like if, if he had that guidance... I like that idea. And maybe... Well, not only... It could go both ways. It could work if he was... Uh, uh, if there was a retribution at the end where he became light side, because Vader became light. Yeah. Or if he, if he literally beach. just listened to Vader to take over, it would still work. Yeah. So I think uh, that would be awesome. That would be an awesome way to... Put Anakin slash Vader in. I'm just calling Vader. Put Vader in to the sequel trilogy and not overdo it. Because I do not want Anakin Skywalker. I just said I was going to call him Vader. Why the <laughs> fuck do I even talk? Why? What my, my, the chosen one. My, my reason is I just don't want Vader to take over the sequel trilogy. He can be a small part of it. Yeah, but as soon mean. as we put him in, everyone's going to be like, more Vader, dude. Put him in. Like, I want to see him fucking ghost fight Yoda. Well, like he was, like he was put into Rogue One, yeah. Like it was just enough, you know what I mean? It was tasteful. So yeah, I would love to see that from uh, from Episode Nine for sure. I think that was on. We talked an episode or two or three ago about uh, wish lists for Episode Nine, and yeah, Vader as a Force Ghost, Anakin as a Force Ghost, I should say. Especially if it was Hayden, would be great. Well, you would one hundred percent have to make it Hayden. First of all. The suit can't become a force ghost. It is an inanimate object. You can't have the mask as a force ghost. Well, if they're going along with canon, George made it Anakin at the end of six in the special edition. So, or sorry, he made it Hayden. Let me ask you because I edition. can't really think. Even in uh, Legends, was there a force ghost that was like 
full masked and like full armored still. I guess like, well, that was a, a, a holocron of Revan because he still had his mask on. They were just wearing their clothes, robes, armor stuff. That's true. But yeah. I'm thinking like Vader is no longer human. Like half of him is no longer human. So, But if he, he could still be wearing that shit. If he were to come back, it'd have to be as Anakin. But I'm saying like Obi-Wan doesn't come back naked. He's still wearing his robes. Yeah, but that's, that's, yeah, I mean, so you would be okay if Darth Vader suited Vader came out as a force ghost? Probably not. You wouldn't be okay with it, you're saying? No, I wouldn't. But I'm just arguing the fact that, like, if Obi-Wan still has his robes, then and Yoda still has his, like, cane. But it's, I think it's separate. It's clothes, and this is, this is his life. This is if Anakin's coming back at all. I think that's a stretch. I would love it, but I think it's a stretch still. You know, there's a very tasteful way to do this. Ooh. Taste it. If in episode nine, Kyle does something crazy evil, and he is, he's just in it, and then you hear in the background, Ah, just like as a as like a way background. Not that he's, he's even communicating with him. It's just that essence of holy fuck. He went there. The only other person to go there was Vader. He killed younglings and murdered everybody in the Jedi Temple. If I want Kylo to take that step, I need him to take that step. Like he was cool and killed his his uh, emperor. Per se. He already killed his dad. That was like his step. Don't you think? Mm, I don't know why it just doesn't resonate. I'm very excited. I'm balls deep in Star Wars. I'm very excited for what's going to happen in nine. They could, they could wow us. They really could. They, re- they, it's, they left it. <clears throat> I don't. And I, what I'm about to say. Okay, here we go. They're not undoing things in the Last Jedi, so don't take it that way because I don't think they need to undo anything. They but the way upon. that they did seven and eight, they they dictated a story, but they left it open enough that they could really fuck with things. Like Ray and Kylo could still fall in love in nine. Kylo could be redeemed in nine. Kylo could be a double agent the whole time in nine if they wanted to do it. I'm not saying these are things that will happen, but I'm just saying they they made it so that they can really fuck with it that way. I just don't understand. I, I don't think know. That's smart. I don't know what seeds were planted that would point that would point to him being a double agent. Like I would have to <clears throat> think that Leo couldn't be a part of it because how would she okay? him killing Han or maybe she was a part of it and he accidentally went there and he, and he did like fall a little bit and he's like ah oh, man I fucked up and killed my dad could be a couple things it, he could be doing this no one in the resistance knows his mom doesn't know he's just doing it like him and the Knights of Ren decided to do it and he had to go undercover and be a savage that could be one reason and that's why he was so torn up about killing his dad um, but also still angry about it because I don't think he had a great childhood I still need to read Bloodline um, but it also could be, didn't that happen to Luke in one of the Legends comics? What? Like he was going to the dark side to accomplish something, but he actually fell a little bit. Like he got seduced enough. That he, he tripped up a little bit. I couldn't. It could be that too. I don't know. I don't care about Legends Luke. I'm just saying as an example, as a for instance. Well, it's like almost along the lines, if you want to go Legends, Revan, like I, I really don't think he was pure prodigal knight where he just used the dark side. I think he fell to the dark side a little bit and then he kind of climbed out of it. He's like, <laughs> look, clearly this isn't the way. Have you seen Malik's jaw? No, it ain't I working think out. Revan is an anomaly in that. You think he's just a pure force user? He's like the Qui-Gon Jinn that went there. I think he knew he had to tap into the dark side to do to accomplish and like win the war. And he like going in, he, he didn't get seduced and fall. He knew he had to go search it out. Uh, and I get mean, that power. If you want to go full legends, he was seduced and did fall. Yeah, because there was an overlying emperor. 
I yeah. I hate that they did that. I know they ruined it. Uh... I don't say I don't think they ruined it per se for the the fact the sake of Revan's story, but the impact of his story was taken back a huge notch. Knowing that he didn't go out there and just learn it himself and come back and use what he learned, he went out there and became a bitch and basically was sent back. I think the whole and I think Drew Carpishan said this when he talked to us like. He didn't love the idea of having to write a novel about Revan because you had to pick canon back then. He, yeah, canon. He, that's, you had to pick you had to pick a path for him. That was the glory of it. It was an open like make Revan who you want. Like you're going to follow a similar story, but it could still be your Revan. Right. But then at the when the novel came out, it just yeah. Anyways, what is this? Tuck right. your jabs. <laughs> that's hilarious. Hello, Crowlin. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We need to do guess the scene before we talk about anything else. We do. Uh, I just want to wrap this up. So our Golden Graham uh, science experiment with the Baltic Porter. What's the name of the Baltic Porter? Deep Search. Deep Search from uh, Land Grant. I do do definitely for everybody want to uh, shout out Land Grant. We always do if you're a regular with us. uh, But if you're ever in Columbus, shout out to them because they do support us a lot. They do. Um, And we're also looking at their building right now. Yeah, it's right there. Also, if you're gonna if you're in Columbus and you're gonna come hang out with us on May fourth, Land Grant is doing a I think it's a it's not a solar eclipse, but it's like a moon viewing or a super moon or some bullshit like that. It's happening May third, and they have a new black IPA that's like space themed, so they're doing that shit. So if you want to come have some Land Grants on May third, and then come party with us on May fourth for Star Wars Day, dude. What are you shouting about? Friday night, Friday during the day, uh, I was. Freaking out! I saw on I saw on um, Friday night in the morning during the afternoon. <laughs> Friday morning at nine p.m. Uh, dude, I was freaking out. One thing that I've always wanted to see in my entire life: Northern Lights, the Northern fucking lights. I saw on Facebook, boom, mid or central to Northern Ohio, the Northern Lights will be visible Friday night. Why but don't most, you tell me? But most prominently, yesterday night. Why don't last you night, tell me that? Saturday night. Why don't you tell me that? completely forgot all day yesterday friday it was kind of overcast so it was was useless and we were on the complete bottom like ring it said visible from and we were literally the most southern uh, city so there's like a one percent chance that anything would be visible but yesterday it was clear and i completely fucking forgot we went to bed and i was and as i was like as i was fucking rolling my eyes the back of the head and falling asleep i was like i'm too tired i'm I'm (laughs) The, like, the moon looked badass last night. I will say that. The moon's been looking crazy yeah. recently. But Sorry for my voice, everybody. Uh, let's do... Guess the scene? Yeah. You know what I just saw is 628. No, no you picked it last time, bitch. Okay, let's do it. You picked it last time. Let me find something on here. So as Commander looks for it... Uh, 599. Guess, 599. So episode 5, 99 minutes in. If you, you all know what it 39. is. 39. Uh, we are guessing what scene is happening on that minute marker. So episode five, 99 minutes in. What do you say? Is an hour and... <clears throat> hour and 39? Yeah. Almost for a- any discrepancies, we have been doing the special edition version of all these just to keep it consistent. So. And what helps me is how close it is from the beginning or end. So we are a half hour from the end of the movie in episode five. This uh, this one's 207. Yeah. So, well, okay. So we're more a like little, 20 we're more minutes. more than halfway through, yeah. We're almost 20 minutes away then. Because you got to add in five minutes for credits. Yeah. Man, that blows. I'm saying right now, Luke is walking into Cloud City. It's got to be later than that. Uh, right before he sees Leia say it's a trap. It's a trap. 
I know all the rebel generals like saying it's a trap. As soon as like he's on that antenna. Hi, Kralin. As soon as he's hanging from that antenna after he gets his hand cut off, it's like two minutes and it, the movie's over. As soon as they get on there, they like fix him up and then they're standing awkwardly that on clearly not a ship, by the way. That last scene where they're like hugging and they're just like in a fucking... It's 1980, man. Dude, they're in like an office max and they're just looking out the front window. Hey, man, real Star Wars fans are going to be pissed about you saying that. You're talking about the best (laughs) movie ever made. Uh, That will never be bypassed. I will wholeheartedly admit, well, I'm not going to say that because it does does end on a high note due to the fact that he just found out that uh, Vader was his father. All right, we're wrapping this back in. 99 minutes in episode five. What is happening on scene? A high note in terms of like story. Story. But it's still pretty fucked up and sad. It's Well, it's a weird. You're weird, bro. It's a weird note. I don't want to hear about it. It's a weird note to end on, first of all, because it's such a big blow. And then they don't. There's not. It's almost like they, they should have done that first. And then he should have struggled with that the entire movie. You don't think so? No, keep talking. I got to take a picture. You talk, you're because you're reflected in this thing. It looks sweet. I'm gonna drink about it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, that looks looking pretty dope. Um, see what I'm saying? Let's see what these these uh ass wraps. What <laughs> ass wraps are saying? Luke, uh, Luke lands on Bespin was my first thought from Kerner. Uh, just hiding from Vader in the cryo freeze. See, I was actually, uh, I'm on uh, whether it's Cookie or Marco. Uh, I was actually thinking when he jumps up out of that cryo freeze, impressive. Most impressive. impressive. That was my first initial thought. That was not my second initial thought. My first one. Nice. All right. We'll put your guesses in. If you need to pause the episode to do so, feel free, but don't cheat. Let me think about this for a half second. Come on, man. You're too slow, bro. Well, I want I want everybody listening to have a second. Though. They can pause it if they're not listening right now. Okay. I'm going to go with my initial thought, but I was also thinking about the uh, when, when Vader throws all the airport luggage from the yeah. baggage claim at him. So TSA, bitch. Is that the episode name? TSA, bitch. <laughs> Coming at you. Get this shit out of here. Luke. Oh, man. oversized luggage. It's going to be something stupid. Make sure also, you go through customs, bitch. You know what it might be is Han, Lando, and Princess Leia getting out to the Falcon. You mean that's like Chewie, ha- Lando, and Leia? What did I say? Han? Yeah, I'm sorry. Chewie. Han's, Han's on a slab of fucking metal. Chewie, Lando, and Princess Running out to the Falcon. <laughs> Chewie, Lando, and Princess. <laughs> I guarantee you. Is that be, all she is to you? I'm going to guess uh, impressive, most impressive, though. All right. Here Let's we go. 99 minutes in. I hate odd numbers. Do you ever, like when you're doing a volume on a TV, do you ever end on an odd number? No. Unless it's a five? Nope. Fuck off. Nope. Eight, 10, 12, 14. That's it. You do not do 14. Sometimes. No, I do 15. No, no, no. Always even. Wow. Four, eight, 10, 12. Four, like at night when Mrs. Commander is asleep. Otherwise, it's like eight, 10, 12, 14. Do you have a Samsung TV? No, I have an Insignia, the Best Buy one. Uh, God, my TV is so fucking loud. 14 is as loud as I ever go. It's fucking it, like blasting my Ridiculous. eardrums. Ridiculous, yeah. All right. Scrolling, I'm scrubbing, I'm scrubbing, I'm scrubbing, I'm scrubbing, I'm scrubbing, I'm scrubbing. <laughs> We're at one, 18. And Luke is still on Dagobah. <laughs> he looks like a 12 year old on Dagobah. Right? He always looks like a 12 year old. Mark, can I have your graph? Mark, can you come on the show? All right. 129. He's leaving Dagobah. Torture. I love you. I know. Oh, man. I might have won for the first time ever. Oh, I won. I finally won. Wait, what'd you guess? When Luke is 
running through the halls and Leia says it's a trap. Right there. Yes. Wow. Finally. Woo. On it. What's my prize, motherfucker? Drink your rest of it. Surprise, motherfucker. Drink your rest of it. All right. So, yeah, Luke is creeping around the hallways with R2. Man, that makes that last scene because episode five was known for, well, obviously episode four was not known for its lightsaber battle, but you know what I just fucking realized? It's obvious, but I never really noticed it before, but Luke comes there with R2 and whoa, then they whoa, whoa. get, and then they get separated and then R2 leaves with the princess. Whoa, 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 whoa. R2 left his master behind. What? Yeah, you're right. He, he has Han's blaster. I think it's just the same kind of blaster. No, he has Han's blaster. They're Where double. would he have gotten that? From George Lucas, the prop team. I guarantee you they're double using that. It's blaster. a trap. Look at the trap. Ah, look at the trap. What's the time marker? I'm your sister. Right now? It's, it's a 38, trap. 38. No, oh, it's, just got it's 40. 40. She's like physically yelling. Not physically. She's mentally yelling. She's spiritually shouting. <laughs> Get it? All right. Well, did you win or did you lose? Send your answers into the mailgram system and you shall be rewarded. <sighs> that pisses me off. I wonder how close I was. Why does it piss you off? That's the first time I've won so I far. like winning better, though. That's why I went with my first instinct. I was like, Luke's creeping around the hallways. That's it. Done. See, I thought that... I thought the... That's what was my point, is I thought the lightsaber battle took a little longer. But I guess that's all that's happening. I think there, it does, because like 40 seconds after that, he's in that room with yeah, Vader. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> so I, was I was just probably, close enough. I was probably like three minutes off. If it was an hour 40... Oh, easy. All too easy. If it was 100 minutes. That's the been. first thing that happens. Luke like comes in and he's like, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> easy. All too easy. Oh, ah. <laughs> that sound when he falls down the stairs. I could just imagine them being in the sound booth and them saying like, James Earl Jones, all right, you just get kicked down the stairs. What's your reaction to that? <laughs> we're actually, all right, James, what we're actually going to do is kick you down the stairs. We're going to just type, tape a mic to yeah, you. Yeah, which is real, real realistic right here. We're going to try to be it as Jesus good as Christ, possible. It's not Samuel L. Jackson. That's favorite. what I would have said. Me too. All right. We got some things to talk about. Uh, what do we want to get into first? We got celebration info. We got a behind the scenes photo from the Mandalorian. And we got some rumors about the Old Republic. And then we got the comics. Let's, start, we, with the, uh, let's start with the Old Republic. All right. Rumor central. Rumors about Star Wars. So the rumor is... I'm going to sneeze. From a confirmed source. <laughs> from a confirmed source. Un unconfirmed, Mopar's going to sneeze. From a half-confirmed source. I almost said force. Uh, that the Benioff and Weiss movie series is going to be set in the Old Republic. Thoughts? What are your thoughts? Series? Uh, no, it's not a series. Oh, series. Did I say series? Yeah, you, but you, you meant series of movies. Series of movies, yeah. yeah. Because uh, they remember, they didn't say trilogy or just a single. They said a series of movies. So that actually makes me happy. Uh, my initial. Well, well, it's a rumor, of course. But yeah. All right. Let me let me break this down. Break the it fact, down. The, Mobile, break the, it down. Break it down. Sorry, man. Break it down. <laughs> That's our new uh, break it feature. Break, 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 break it down now. Break it down. Break it down. What are you going to do? Break rumors. it down. Mobile, break it down. Rumors. Do break it down. It down. Break rumors. Yeah. Get the chicken. What we're going to do. Get the chicken. All right. So, number one, am I happy about Revan being on film? Fucking yes. Duh. Come on. Am I scared because it's almost impossible to do? Yes. Why'd you jump right to Revan, though? Old, okay. You're right. You're right. You, it's Old Republic. Okay. So, let me, let me revamp this. First of all, if you're going to go Old Republic, do not do a fucking series because I don't think the world building is there yet. 
you need, I would think you need to create the old Republic in a film, classically what Star Wars does. It's going to be a film. I know. And that was my point is they need to do that. I'm glad they're putting the old Republic in to a film first instead of doing like a series I see what first, you mean. Is my point. I see what you if mean. You were, if you lost your voice, then why are you talking about it? I'm very excited, so I don't want to let you finish your sentences. I just want to jump right into it, guys. What are your thoughts? Um, no, I think it's good. I don't want them to touch Revan. I don't want them to touch Malak. I don't even want them to go that far back in time for the Old Republic. What I would ideally want to see is a new set of characters, location. That's too much. You got Because you got to cut it with a regular oh, beer. Yeah. Well, that's enough then. <laughs> you should take a big swig and just deal with it and then cut it with the rest of that beer um new characters locations plot all that kind of stuff references to the things in the old republic that are currently legends that would make them quote-unquote canon because they've already teased that a little bit with like the jedi crusader pendants and all that fucking shit but like just say mention of revan if one character said oh that hasn't happened since darth revan that's all i need now revan's like that's just like fanboy fan service that's not that enough. It doesn't like change anything, it's but it just gives it. It is for me because we've talked. You can't do Revan. All right, let's let's do what, what you can't do a Revan story. No, I. You can't do a Malak story. You can barely even. You can't even do a Bane story. So my issue is, let's 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 compare it to something. The Dark Knight. Okay. Because the Joker has been done many times before. A lot of people love the Joker because of the '80s '90s series. Well. <laughs> I guess for the uh, Jack Nicholson stuff. I don't know if it's a fair comparison because Star Wars doesn't treat their source material like comic book movies do. I'm just saying, a lot of people love the Joker, and let's just say the com or um, uh, the cartoon series from the '90s, dude. He was even crazier. In like a it can cartoon. be done different ways, and everybody finds a version to love. Well, I'm just saying, like if someone said they're doing the Joker again, I would have been like, Jesus, just leave him be. Like he's great. Don't fuck him up. But then they come out with the Dark Knight, and I'm like. What? Yeah. He could be like that. Now, but I don't at think same Star Wars time, does that though. Well, you know what I mean? They're that, double they're the, already halfway doubling down. I mean, it's like uh, the offspring of Luke Skywalker and Leia and Han. It's not just because they have different names. It's the same story. One falls to the fucking dark side. I don't know. I just I feel like they're they're doing similar alterations almost. It's like it's the same story but not. So if they were to do the same thing and call him Darth fucking Varen, Actually, that's not a bet. Can we? Am I hired yet? Is that a good series? Yeah, Netflix. Berenstein Bears and Weiss. Berenstein Bears. <laughs> Gotta call me. What? What's the director's names? Berenstein Bears and Weiss. <laughs> What's that? Ben Benioff. I hate that name. And Weiss. Berenstein Bears. David and Weiss. David Benioff, something like that, and DB Weiss. I just said B and W, or D and D. What are you talking about right now? To acronym their names is what I'm saying because oh, their fucking okay. names are so long. Um, like Lord Miller, you know. So what I'm the, the Cohen uh, brothers. What I'm issued, <laughs> what I'm scared about is this. This is the door open. <clears throat> this is almost like nothing's canon anymore. Where do you want to go? Because I do have a feeling that if they do something so close, like a goddamn Plagueis thing. See, actually, I'm about to step on my own toes because the fact that Plagueis was mentioned, but there's nothing else. I mean, the book would came out, but you could probably make a Plagueis series. I, I think, think it would they work. could do a Plagueis movie. 
But I don't think it was as yeah because it only hardcore Star Wars fans read the the Plague. Well, of same Pope. with Revan and Pain too, though. What I'm saying is that Revan already has such a rich storyline and backstory and character arc that is now uncanon that you can't make a canon version of the, of Revan on screen now. There's more it's past that point. You need to let his story be what it is and just mention him and bring him into canon that way and let that whole era of 4000 BBY be what it is. But I'm saying they need to like split the time difference between Bane at 1000 BBY and Revan at 4000 and do something like smack in the middle. So they can touch brand new territory. They can reference things if they want, but they can do they can do brand new stuff and they don't have to worry about that. All right. Step one, if they did a Plagueis series, I wouldn't be mad at it. I think it would be okay. It's kind of a hands-off character while there was a book about him. I don't it's, think it would be a series. I think it would be a Palpatine series with Plagueis as one of the main characters. I would actually be fine with that, I think it would be cool. That's a weird thing. Actually, I'm going to take that back. I mean, it would be dope, maybe like in six years. Would you be okay but with But we've a, already had so much Palpatine stuff. I'm good to well, take that, a break. That's kind of where I'm at. But in six years, when Disney Plus is rolling, the door's open for whatever the fuck they want. Am I okay with a, a Sidious series? Yes. Is that what I want right now? No. Not right now. No. Give us a couple uh, years. And that's kind of where I was going was, I, I need something hands off. Get out of the trilogies. Get out of it. Yes. And my thought was, even Plagueis is hard tied into the uh, prequels. Bane, Revan, leave him the fuck alone. Now, the one thing that you could soft tie into something is Darth <clears throat> Zana, which supposedly killed Bane in spoiler. Supposedly is is actually still up in the air. We talked to It's hot in here. To um Carpishan. Carpishan Drew about what actually happened at the end of the third book. Did you get through the full series or you're the No, you, I'm you're embarrassed. The yeah, you're terrible. Um, I'm shutting the podcast down as of now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Darth Zana would be cool because that's something that where we could reference or we know a little bit about, but her reign as Darth Zana. No, she's not strong enough to do a, a series on. She potentially kills fucking Darth Revan, or I'm sorry, Darth Bane. I'm not talking strong power. I'm talking strong enough of a character to do a series on. Mm. I think we're going to get new territory. With them still playing it slightly safe. In what way? But cause that, uh, I guess that's my my question because I, they have been playing it safe. The last four movies have been extremely safe. How would you play it safe in a old republic and not have Bane or Revan tied into it at all? Because that's that is the old republic. Now I will say this: three thousand years apart, bro. I know, but you're saying tied in somehow. But what are you saying? There's a uh, Just a fucking mention. That's all you need. Oh, then you're talking way soft. You're that soft for Star Wars porn over there. You that's exactly know. what I want. It's actually, <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I want is a <clears throat> fucking main Jedi character that's not human. That would be dope. A main character like a Togruta. Oh, never mind. Well, live action though. I, I know what you mean. Like I a, wanna, yeah, so was great, but I want a live action like yeah, some some other species. That's the main character. Warren, just fucking Squidbilly. Yeah, because even if you think, yeah, Rogue One and then Solo, and then we're about to get the Mandalorian, we know that he's human. Hmm. Uh, that's but- actually we're saying actually a lot. I'm sorry. So actually, that was one thing that I really liked it's about the actually show. Da, 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 that's one thing da, 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 I really da. liked about Jedi Academy is you could choose a non-human species mm-hmm. and play that out. 
That was right? cool. Right. That's I actually remember. one of the. I said it again. That's one of my favorite things about Skyrim too. You can pick your species. For how simple that is, that's <clears> so <throat> cool because people react to you so differently. Yeah, it's dope. When you're like a uh, a dark elf, people are like, "Why the f- you in Skyrim? Your people are from here." Aren't like, you cold as shit right now? You're like, yeah, I am kind of cold, but also <laughs> give me everything you got. No, I know what you mean. Listen, to cap this thing off, and we can run the rumor mirror all day and just like speculate about what we want to see. But my hope is not about a specific storyline or anything like that. It's just that they don't lean on the characters that we've already seen in the old public to make it work. I think they need to start with brand new characters and storylines and places and all that fun stuff, but use like the lore. And some of the locations and things of the Old Republic and lean on that as like a foundation. But really, almost starting from scratch. Really. You know what I was actually going to say is... Because Actually, keep going. Don't lean on the stories. Lean on the characters. What I mean by that is, like you said, you can reference and someone could be obsessed with Darth Revan, but don't put Revan's story in it. Yeah, because that's that's, my, that was my whole point. That's assumed. That, that should was my be whole a, point the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that should be assumed. So, and if they do it right after Bane's reign, Bane's reign, Bane's reign, same thing. Mention Bane, Thunderstorm. Mention the Sith War and all that stuff. But like, don't I, we don't we can't have a Bane show. And I, I know agree. that sounds crazy to say, but for Star Wars fans that are like speculating about new content, just we can't have a Darth Bane series or a Darth Bane movie. It's got to be new. It's got to be, be new stuff. For how much every like ninety nine everybody who's played Kotor wants a Darth Revan something, but at the same time, one hundred percent of those people would probably be upset if they came out with a Darth Revan something. So make your own shit. Make a character as cool as Darth Revan. It's really, and I'm not gonna say it's easy, but the we need some good fucking writers, man. I want a good story to I really. Think they're good writers, and I'm excited for what they're gonna do. I in agree. Star Wars. I agree, and it's yeah. It's I'm just. I'm, I'm also I'm, very excited for Ryan Johnson to do something from scratch, like a scratch. I'm very excited. Scratch kitchen, like a scratch cake, fucker. I hate cake. Organic ingredients, bitch. I'm, I don't hate cake, but I, I. It's a weird thing. Did you know we're not doing a wedding cake? You're not doing a wedding. Oh, it's canceled. <laughs> cake canceled. Is more important. It's supposed to rain that weekend. Fuck. It's out of order. Fuck. Uh, Did you know that? We're not doing a wedding cake? That makes sense. We're doing wedding pie. Even at your reception thing? Yeah, no, we're not doing a wedding cake. Yeah, f- cake. Fuck your cake. Fuck your I, chicken strips. I, I, fuck your chicken strips. All right, listen. Fuck your chicken strips. Uh, the I way you that. said <laughs> That's what I hate. Why is Vine not a thing anymore? It's TikTok now, but it sounds good. TikTok sucks a bunch of it. It, there's I some hate, there's some nuggets dude, there. Dude, there's cringe all day. Well, but think Look of all the me, vines. I dance the same think way. of all the vines that aren't on the vine compilation. Those were cringe too. Anyways. What is, what is it? I would implore all Star Wars fans to recognize that we've only had a reset of canon once. And I feel like comic book storylines do that very frequently. And it's only happened happened to us once. And a lot of those things are even coming back like soft cannon, I would guess I would say, because they're being referenced. So soft cannon. Uh, so I would say think of that as a positive <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right, that's enough. So Old Republic, of course, we're big fans of Kotor and Bane. Well, anything Old Republic, we're gonna eat it up. So I'm very excited for that. Maybe we'll get some news of celebration. 
Name a character in the sequel trilogy that's a new character that should be killed off in of nine. Go. Without thinking, just go. Paul Dameron. I was going to say Finn. Duh. Would you e- rather? Either or both. See, I don't see Poe dying because they have actually advanced his character, making him smarter, more of a general. They've advanced both their characters. Finn has done dick. I think Finn was great in episode seven. I think they, they, I, that's one thing that I do think they kind of fucked up with eight, where like Finn was just a throwaway storyline. The character he was with, a lot of people don't like. He went to a planet that no one gives a damn. By the way, is not the planet's not called Canto Bite. Ring, ring, I didn't ring. realize you didn't know that. I, I assumed that oh, <clears> we're <throat> going to go to Canto Bite. Planet, duh. And then they land on Canto Bite. No, Canto it's Bite. like them saying we're going to go to Maz Eisley. Yeah, but no one says we're going to Maz Eisley from Coruscant. They Maz say they're Eisley! they say they're going to Cor- or the Tatooine. Yeah, I didn't know. Listen, bro, you're just out of the loop. What can I say? Message me through with Snoke's Snoke signals. Snoke signals. We shut this down. Quiet. So, uh, what was the one that you read? So we're gonna get into the comics that we read. There's a lot of other stuff. What was part one? Part one. I, I saw Cantana uh, or Cantonica or something written somewhere. Yeah, Cantonica. Yeah, it's in there, the it's in the um, the comic. Which, if you guys dig Star Wars and you dig comics and you didn't like the Last Jedi, I would check out the comic version of it. I found it to be it was faster paced in the movie in certain areas, and that tended to be a lot of areas where people had complaints. So I would, Jesus Christ. You would Jesus Christ. I just pumped it with my fucking with the the comic, but I would uh, I would check it out. Um, Are we diving into comics? Yeah, let's you got do some it. Old shit here. No, 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 it's not that old because this was 2018. Well, I got the new. I got the new goods. You do. You Look, do. I got the new goods. Check it out, motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie. I cleaned out my bookshelf and these popped out. I was like, I didn't even know I had them. Possibly Dima Spider sent these when uh, he sent the whole fucking lot over. Uh, And I finally got to him. I'm sorry, Dima. So, this one, so there's two of them. Uh, It's called Star Wars Annual. I'm sure there's 30 of them now, but I have uh, the one and two. Real quick stuff, the first one. So, was that canon then? Yeah, this is Disney. This is Marvel, yeah. I can't follow uh, comics... Like, there's a science to how they come out and in what order, and I'm just not... I just don't get it yet. I don't get it either, because there's... Oh, and also, boom, Vader down. But that's Legends now. Vader down's not Legends. Dude, it came out in, like, 2017. But I... I thought it was. Because that's not the newer Vader series. It's not. It's separate. So this... I don't get it, man. Stop putting out so much comics. All right, reset button. Stop with the comics. So Star Wars Annual, uh, this happens just after episode four. So this is before or between four and five. Death Star blew up. The Empire's pissed. Uh, The first one deals with a undercover rogue rebel. He looks like a fuckhead. He is a fuckhead. Look at the okay. So he's basically undercover on Coruscant. And the rebellion has several. His name is Eneb Ray. Eneb Ray. It's Ray's dad. Spoiler. Eneb. Yes, that's right. E N E B. Eneb. 
Rebel spy Ineb Ray has infiltrated Coruscant. So supposedly there's several uh, rebel spies on Coruscant. Uh, I hate rebels. And Neb gets a call from Leia saying there are... Why is Leia calling everybody? Because that's her job. So she calls him and says, basically, there are a handful of rebel senators that are going to be murdered. Uh, not murdered, but tried and uh, basically death penalty. So he's like, all right, I'll, I'll take care of it. He goes in, finds him in his big fucking spire of a building. He's, and he, he comes across another uh, rebel spy and says, all right, we'll work together. We got to get these people out. I mean, very swiftly. It's it's real quick. Breaks in, gets them, starts killing all the the Empire people. He gets to the top of the building. They're about to fly away, and the Emperor lands, and it's just like cackling. And he's I can like, tell by the cover. Yeah, and he's like, "We got, we got him. We got him. We're all done." And he and the Emperor. I'm sorry. He he breaks into the room and the Emperor's sitting there and he and he's like, I'm gonna fucking shoot you, Emperor. And the Emperor just like laughs at him. And then he gets pushed up, and the Emperor's like running from the building. This dude's chasing after the fucking Emperor. Well, from our point of view, it's like, why would the fuck would you do that? It's a spy chasing after a politician. Darth Sidious. A politician from his point of view. Yeah, but why is he running? The Emperor? Well, you'll see here soon. So the Emperor's running away. He jumps on a ship. This dude's like fucking Batman with it. He's on his tail. And all of a sudden, the Emperor says something like, you thought this was your plan? And then goes like, boom, the whole building blows up. So he takes out all of the other rebel spies and the rebellion uh, senators. This dude like basically falls off the ship. And, uh, and later that day, the Emperor's seen on... Uh, like Skynet or whatever saying there's been another attempt on my life and this dude's like dude that's so sweet he's like yeah the emperor basically is just like the re the rebellion knew that uh, these these traitors were going to be tried to death and they wanted to take me out with them that's so, so sweet I'm like the twist of the plot I'm like oh, dude I want a House of Cards style Star Wars show that's just run by the Emperor. <clears throat> it's so, it's so uh, different from any, anything that Star Wars that we've ever seen. But something that's set in the Imperial Senate or even in the Republic Senate, like right up at Episode Three, like in that trivial time, I think that would be so dope. Like twists like that, like how he connives and like fucks. Oh, everything. he just know like just the political thriller and the cloak and dagger stuff that's just so sweet it's just cool because it's from a certain point of view you're like a rebel spy you're just killing it you're you're saving people you feel you feel great helping gonna you, use that point of view for his own game well and that's just it you you come across someone that's actually got it going on and you're like what the <laughs> fuck am i doing palpatine got it going on you know what i'm saying let me uh actually run here yeah because here's the oh he's got it going on right there he's just laughing that's this, a face yeah, this dude's just broken-hearted, man. Yeah, he goes on. What does he say? The senators were being <laughs> transported to a long-awaited trial where we are sure how they're... They were basically betraying the Empire and would can have you, been... Can you read? I'm like, I'm looking half-ass. <laughs> it's crazy, though. This, uh, I'm not going to lie, the second one was actually really lame. Uh, the princess, it looks lame. The princess was, like, found knocked out on this random planet by... <laughs> I can say knocked up. <laughs> knocked up. No joke. She's just 
She's just she was at one point. It starts off with like this big badass minor chick, and she gets back from work and and she, there's Princess Leia. Yeah, there's it's it's not it's not great, dude. I'm not gonna say anything about it. Well, let's transition into mine then. Yeah, go ahead. So I've been fucking catching up on the Age of Republic. <laughs> I've been fucking. <laughs> I've been catching up on the Age of Republics. Uh, there's an Obi Wan and there's a Qui Gon Jinn Maul that I don't have yet, but I read all the other ones. Padme one was good. Uh, she goes to talk to some. She also looks fucking hot as hell. It's Padme. She always looks hot. You're right. She's going to talk to some planet to get them to join the Republic and be against the Separatists. And there's an assassination attempt. Typical Padme stuff. Nothing crazy happens there. The Dooku one I thought was fucking dope. Well, of course, Dooku's in it. It's a similar mission. So he goes to a planet and he's still acting like he's just the nice count of Sereno, just this rich politician on his own planet. Wait, is that I don't know the background. You're saying he was like a He's politician? like from the wealthiest family on his planet. What and what is it? So Sereno? he's an aristocrat. Sereno. Aristocrat. Sereno is the name of the planet. Sereno, I believe. So he's going and he's just like, Yeah, I'm just gonna check on my business interests for my family and everything. I'm just some rich count. But in the meanwhile, and you you see like thought bubbles like from his head, mm-hmm. Palpatine is sending him to w- different worlds to gauge like the political unrest of the planet so they know which ones they can flip to be on the separatist side versus the republic side and pit them against each other. Yeah. And then he stumbles into a Jedi that recognizes him from being in the Jedi Council. The Jedi's on some mission and Count Dooku's like, oh, let me help you out. You know, I'm retired, but I can I can give you a hand. And they get into the mission and then Dooku like turns on him and kills him and slaughters like all these fucking troops. Gets the ball in like oh one place. Oh my God, dude, it's so sweet. So uh, Daryl Stern in here says, you don't talk to a planet, you talk to the people on the planet, Commander. Not if it's fucking Guardians 2. You yeah, talk to not planets if it's Ego. Day. Ego talks mad shit as a planet. <laughs> Welcome. Fuck this planet, fuck that planet. Welcome, Daryl. Thanks, Terrell. That's how you know we like you is when we talk shit and make fun of you. Yeah. Kerner, fuck off. No, but the Dooku one was cool because, like, you see the inner workings and, like, how much him and Palpatine planned ahead of time. Because this is set, you know, years before the Clone Wars, but he's already going to planets. And, like, oh, I can see. I think he's on Solace in this one. And he's like, oh, I can see these guys are unstable. So when the time comes, we're going to, you know, do some black ops and convert them and et cetera, et cetera. Black ops but it's four. pretty dope. Uh, and then the Jingle one was was dope as well. They uh, were all. Was, you're saying they were all equally as great. Padme one wasn't that great. Okay, feel but Dooku and Django were both very good. The Qui Gon one was like there's some interesting Force stuff with Qui Gon, but in general it was like eh, it's okay. See, that's the stuff I like. If I, I, it's weird because I read comics for the the thought bubbles. I don't read comics. Yeah, well, that's for, why I like the Dooku one. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't like comics for the action. While I do like seeing it. I, uh, it's the thought bubble. So the Qui-Gon one, I actually really, really enjoyed. Check out this flashback scene. Sorry, friends, you can't see this, but... He looks badass, <clears> by the way. It's Django. from when Tyrannus recruited Django on one of the moons of Bogdan. Oh, Remember when I he mentions that, that in episode no. two? No. I was recruited by a man named Tyrannus. That's when he gets like recruited to be the, the donor for the clones. Uh, but the Django one was cool. It was like a quick job. That's so smart. First of all, that's so smart. So sweet. Like, if... Why? Well, okay. I'm going to get into it. Why wouldn't they clone a Force user? I wonder if you can clone a Force user. The Midichlorians transfer. That's a good good point. I'm just wondering, like, what would be the backlash? They have minds of their own, and they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. While uh, Mandalorian, we can kind of tweak it, and they're skillful, but, you know... I mean, he's one of the most badasses ever. For the right money. 
Mm. Um, but he's, so it starts in a canteen and these three bounty hunters are talking about a job they're taking with Django. And Django walks in with Boba and Boba's, it's like Clone Wars era. Boba's 10 years old at this time. They're like, what the fuck are you bringing your kid for? Blah, blah, blah. And they argue. Then they take the job. It almost goes bad, but Django saves the day. They're supposed to capture somebody. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Sorry. What are you looking at? I'm looking Mastodon the, the, the gray over here. That looks like He-Man Iron Man. Sorry. Go, I'm Continue. I, I, pull, I turned to the random page in this Django. It was an ad. To, sorry. Oh, uh, he's talking about this right here. But they do this job. Uh, it almost goes bad, and Django saves the day. So Django's like, okay, cool. We captured this person. We're going to take her back, and the job's done. And he starts walking away, and then the three other bounty hunters that are on the job, they grab young Boba, and they're holding him hostage. And they're like, Django, give us the girl and give us all the money, or we're going to kill your kid. And Django literally just walks the fuck away. And they're like, are you leaving your kid? Are you crazy? Django just walks away, and then like three seconds later, Boba like flips around this one guy, grabs the gun, kills him, and just gets out of the situation, and he's a 10-year-old. Yeah, it was it, just so fucking savage. It's kind of cool. I'm looking at it real quick, and I see uh, like small short swords up against uh, Boba's throat. There's yeah. a Rodian, some uh, crustacle. That's the same species as Zuckus. I can't remember the species. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it kind of does a flashback to the training that they're built with. Yeah. It looks like. And he just fucking takes them all out. And yeah, all. Boba's just like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, and then he ends up letting one guy go. And then there's a conversation later where Django's like, why'd you let the one guy live? Like, he's training him the whole time. Yeah, you know, is, Boba's just in training to be the most savage motherfucker in the galaxy. It is cool to see. Yeah. Just a, so a badass cool. a badass just from, from birth, basically. Badass from birth. It was just so cool. I thought the coolest part was that his son is being captured. And Django Fett just walks back into the bar. Like, that's yeah, no big deal. Boba's got this. He ain't no bitch. I ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> What you doing over there, Mopper? How do we do it? Just click save or click share. Not at the bottom, at the bottom. Well, now you did the thing. Live. Go live. Sorry, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, but I thought it was dope. They've all been really good. The Padme one was okay, but they've all been really good. So I need to get the Obi-Wan and the <laughs> Maul and the Grievous. You barely got through Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. And the Maul and the Grievous and then watch those and we'll be good. Um, so, I yeah. I'll tell you what. Let me go up there, do that pin comment thing, and I'm going to talk to these fuckers. I don't want to pin in the comments. Dude, I think it's working. Love, I like everybody being live with us. I like everybody, too. Uh, let me go through these uh, people on Facebook here. We got Daryl Stern. We got Hogan Garrison. Welcome. Uh, Boba, Boba don't play no shit. You know, it's. I think that's one of the things that happens... We there's such a lore behind Boba and and Django, but we don't really see the badassery play out for the most part. Uh, I know Django has his part in Episode Two, uh, which largely is one of the most uh, underliked, most criticized Star Wars films. But uh, it is cool to see. I mean, as simple as just Boba taking out three other bounty hunters is so awesome. Um. I also, Mandalorian armor is the greatest thing of all time. First of all, as Commander comes back into into the show here. Hey, everybody. Mandal Mandalorian armor, rate it one out of 86. Uh, which one's good, which one's bad? 86 is good. I'll rate it 85. So is there an 86? Revan's armor. <laughs> it's so weird because I do, 
All right, let's talk about this because I, I think there's something there. Revan's armor is cool because it partly isn't armor. Like he's got a mask and it's armor, but it's also kind of Jedi robes-ish. It's such a unique set of skills over here. Sorry, I had to use the goddamn force to save the podcast here real quick. Um, no, I do. You, so you're saying that's your favorite armor of all time? Like mask and robes and everything, and color scheme. I'm I'm talking like. I like the Phase Two clones a lot. I like the Arc Troopers a lot. But that all their stuff even is based on Mandalorian looking stuff. See, as I look at the actual mask, I, I love Jango Fett, man. I really do. I think I like Boba Fett's uh, mask better. But as a whole, I like Jango. It's just a different color, but dented up. I know, and that's the point. Well, Django, or I'm sorry, Boba also has some camouflage stuff on him, doesn't he? I don't know if it's camouflage. I guess it's just dark green and brown. A I like bit. Django better. I like the blue. And I like the dual pistols instead of the blaster. Hmm. Interesting. I like is there better. any other, I guess my question is, is, is there any other outside of Django and Boba that have this exact set? Not exactly, but if you watch any of those Mandalorian episodes and Rebels, they all have. Like, they all have. It's very similar. Sabine and everybody's like it's almost identical. Little tweaks here and there, different paint jobs and everything. Yeah. I hear you. Uh Daryl, Mr. Stern. Uh, what symbols on the glass? Uh so what do you have on on yours? Oh, I you got the, a I drink and I know things. Drink and you know things. So he's got the Lannister. Lannister Lion. Lannister Lion. I've got actual brewing, which may or may not be existing anymore. Uh, but it's a <clears throat> local brewery or was. So consensus is these comics are great. Um, I think I'm fully fledged into the Star Wars comics finally. So I'm excited to keep getting them as they come out. Like I said, I've got to catch up on those two. And then if you didn't hear back in when they announced this, so Age of Republic is this series all based on prequel characters. And then they're going to do Age of Rebellion, all original trilogy stuff. And they're going to do Age of Resistance all with sequel trilogy stuff. And that's the one I'm really looking forward sequel to because we're going to get a motherfucking Snoke comic and we're going to get a Kylo comic. And I'm I'm really curious. You know, I've been raving about Snoke for a while. So curious to hear what's going to happen with those, but I'm uh, fully on board. Um, and then I did get the Queen Shadow, the Padme book that came out. Have you started that? Not yet. I read the comics <laughs> instead. Okay, Mopar. I read the comics instead. <laughs> and then Master and Apprentice comes out while we're at Celebration. So I'm assuming they're probably going to have some special edition version at Celebration. Signed. And that's the Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon novel. Very excited for that one. Cool. So the last but not least comic that we're going to be discussing tonight, today, this after Eve, is Vader down. Now, I'm not 100% sure... Now that you're yelling at me about it, I'm not 100% sure if Vader Down is canon or not. Vader well, listen, I, again, like I said earlier, I don't know how the comic system works and how the issues come out and what order, and then they put them in a collection and they put them in a book at the end. Original published 2016. That was after, well, April 2016. I guess that was before episode seven. No, it was after episode seven. 15, you're right. So it was, it was, I mean, immediately after episode seven. So this is canon. It has I think I remember that one. It starts off with him in Jabba's palace and he just fucks everybody up. Nope. No? No, this one's completely. Man, because there was, this is where I get confused because there about. was another Vader series for like two years. Yeah. Then there was a break and then there was another one by Charles Soule for like two yeah. years. Yep. So and that's, that's the one where he like, 
it starts at the end of episode three where he has to like get his powers and get his lightsaber. That's oh, the second okay. Vader series. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's another Vader. Someone that listens to com- or that knows comics is probably pissed right now trying to listen to us. Yeah, and I may have been wrong. We'll just get into Vader Down. So yeah. Vader Down happens between four and five. Okay. So the rebellion uh, pilot blew up the Death Star. Vader's looking for Skywalker. Okay. I'm not 100% sure even Vader knows that he's his son yet. The it's, offspring and of I th- Anakin. Skywalker. I'm kind of thinking he actually does know, but he hasn't told him yet. Obviously. So it starts all about it. It starts off. uh, Vader's flying through space and he's talking to the it's like Dr. Fluff and stuff. Fluff and stuff. Let's just. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, all right, I'm looking for Skywalker. I heard you have the insight or whatever the the info on him. Intel on him. Uh, She said, yep, he's here. He flies there, light speed. As soon as he comes out of light speed, there's like four, not garrisons, but uh, spaceships. Patrols? Starfighters? Starfighters before squadrons. Jesus. Rogue Squadron podcast. There's four squadrons. There's like an X-Wing squadron, A-Wing, all this stuff. And it's just a single ship. He shows up. And he's like, well, you fucked up. If you If you purposely threw me into a trap, they're going to get it, and you're going to fucking get it later. And she's like, no, honestly, I thought this intel, like, he's there, clearly. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to be like this. He basically outmaneuvers everybody. Of course. Kills, like, two full squadrons by himself. Luke's in the air. Or, I'm sorry, in the air. In space, a part of the one of the, I think, gold squadron or whatever at the time, red oh, squadron. Oh, shit, he just has no idea. And he basically is just, he can't keep up with Vader. So instead of trying to shoot him down, he rams him because he's like, this is the only thing that's going to work. I can't, we're not going to outmaneuver Darth fucking Vader. So he ends up ramming him and it's like a long tumble. It's, it's an episode seven tumble to the, the surface. They both land alive, of course. And it's kind of just this whole pat, or I'm sorry, uh, Leia's on the surface. They're trying to get like people off the what, surface. Leia's there too? Leia's there. I don't Han, know if I love the idea of them seeing Vader in between four and five. I know, I know, I know. But it's... Uh, I'm just going to say that that's not canon. Just for my own personal head canon. <laughs> head canon. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this that's like... Oh, that's why I didn't like Legends. Luke. Legends Han. Legends Leia. Mm-hmm. Leia knows that Luke crash lands... Vader crash lands, says, this is our time. We can get rid of Darth Vader. We just got rid of the Death Star. This could be fucking it. We're going balls to the wall. Let's go kill this motherfucker. Even though the rebellion just started. Uh, so, I mean, it didn't. It, now it that we've started had Rogue in what, episode One. three? No, well, now that we've had Rogue One, it, like it just really kicks off. Like that's their first this attack be, on this the Empire. Was the Death Star? Yeah. Well, the plans and then the Death Star. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's crazy, so, right? That's the whole point. That's how that's how it works. I, mean, I know, but it's so easy now that we have the prequels to look over that first line of A New Hope. Rebel spies striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against whatever the fuck. Like, I overlooked that forever until Rogue One came out. And I was like, oh, it's been building and culminating, but that's the first... Fuck Instagram. That's the first battle of the Rebellion. Yeah, I hear you. For those that are not live with us, 
<laughs> yeah, the rebels is a fuck Instagram. Anyways. Yeah, fuck Instagram. <laughs> Seriously. All right, so the whole thing is Vader's trying to obviously find Skywalker Luke. Luke's running around. Um, there and there ends up being Why'd you say his name like you're checking? I said Skywalker. There's another fucking Skywalker. Skywalker even though her Luke. Last, even though her last name's Organa. She's Skywalker, comma Luke. Keep going. The the doctor, whoever she is, shows up saying, Look. Oh, Dr. Afra. Afra. She shows up and was just like, look, we fucked up. We got we got to help Vader because he's going to kill us if we don't. Because we it wasn't uh, we weren't trying to send him into a trap. So she shows up with this fucking C-3P craziness. I think she calls him triple zero or something. Yeah, the black one, right? No, he's I don't think he's a black droid. I thought he was black, but he's he's got red evil eyes. And there's like a not an R2 unit, but I've a, heard of these an astromech. Yeah. Just a torture droid. There's some cringy shit that happens. They're they're fighting each other. Star Wars cringe. This is one of my favorite half cringe favorite things from from it. Vader comes across Leia, and he says, "This is because she says something about this is a war. We're we're gonna win. You're gonna win. Blah blah blah. This is not a war, princess. Wars are for lesser men than the Emperor and myself." This is a series of executions, and yours is long overdue. Damn. That's one of the most Vader things I've ever heard. We're not at war um, with you fucks. This isn't a war just with gradually you. murdering you. That is it. I'm choosing That's your so death. Badass. I'm choosing your deaths. That's such a Vader thing to say. Man, stop. All right, listen. I understand the whole good guy thing, redemption, like hoo ha. It's a good story for kids. Mm-hmm. But like hearing quotes like that make me want Vader to be just be fucking straight evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes it's like the opposite of a retcon in some ways. Like hearing that badassery makes his redemption in six like so unfulfilling. Well it's like, I, hey, I'm your son. Yeah, that's right. I'm throwing I, the Emperor down a pit. I don't. I don't because they the it, reason why this all works is because the, the prequels exist. He was a family person. He was a, the best know, friend ever. He spent, did he not spend more time as a fucking savage, evil person than he did as a no, Jedi? No, he didn't. You got to think about it. How old was he when he fell to the dark side? Late 20s? Yeah, like 23. I guess maybe like equal. What did he die? So that's like, like 14 or 15 years as a Jedi. And then he spent 19 plus years as a Sith Lord. A Sith Lord? That's where that I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Bitch, your father's executing people. Go fix that real quick. I'm not fixing it. Fix that. Instagram, they're not even... We'll be ready next time. I'll charge my phone. Don't worry about it. Uh, so let's get to the cringe part. I thought we already did. No. <laughs> this what I happens? saw this. Dr. Afro like, throws a stone at Vader. I saw this and was like, who approved this? Seriously, it really, it really pisses me off. Must have been Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, our God. <laughs> All right. I'm going to show you something. Basically, they're on uh, this planet. I can't wait. There's the rebels. Darth Vader's running around. There's a third party that shows up with stormtroopers. Ooh. And uh, the stormtroopers start shooting at Luke. They start shooting at Vader. And Luke's like, what the fuck is going on? And Vader's like, who the fuck are these people? Basically. 502. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> and he's like... I, th- these aren't mine. Like, what? I, clearly, they're trying to kill me, and this fucker shows up. Get ready. 
What the Admiral Akbar Cyborg? Yeah. That's Admiral that's Grievous that's Akbar. Grievous, Grievous Akbar. What the fuck is that? Grievous Akbar. I forget his name. Karen. <laughs> Karen. No, Deaver. no, no joke. Carbon. 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 No. Look, just Google it. Pause the goddamn podcast if you can. And look, look up Star Wars Carbon. His entire body is General Grievous. Except he has a, a Mon Calamari head. Carbon with a K. Yeah, I... Oh, fuck. I jumped the... K-A-R-B-I-N. Uh, and basically said, I'm going to take your place with the Emperor. If I kill you, I get the glory and I get to run the goddamn shit. Vader obviously laughs it off. He's like, bitch, you smell like seaweed. You are seaweed. And I don't even have a nose anymore. <laughs> you smell you bad. Smell that bad. I don't even know if I can smell your bitch. <laughs> I can see your stench, bro. No, like, look at this panel. Like, it's almost, it's almost cool. It really is. It, it's like you're right there. But another four-armed cyborg that looks exactly, I mean, that is. Three-armed. You're very right. But, like, Why? I mean, that looks exactly like General Grievous. That's except. cringe. That is fucking beyond cringe. It, it looks like a bad <sighs> meme. It looks like someone purposely put a Mon Calamari head know, onto General, General Grievous. Grievous. Yeah, that's bad. That's really fucking bad. I don't have context, but I believe you that it's terrible. I mean, the good thing is clearly he doesn't win. Vader makes him look like a bitch. This is Commander Carbon. Commander Carbon. It's a bad name, too. I don't know. It was just 100% cringe, and I was like, this is why I didn't like the... Uh, well, yeah, it's the same thing. He had a bad crash in the Separatist War. He spent 18 years on life support, and then he spent two years as a cyborg training and being enhanced. enhanced. It's like the same story as Grievous. Like, and, you got in a crash, and you almost died, and, and then Vader. rebuilt you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it's cringe. It's fucking cringe. Like, Why? That's bad, man. But, you know, it wouldn't be Star Wars if there wasn't some cringe. So, what can you really say? <laughs> at least we have some cringe and at least nothing. So, I keep notes in and my not nothing. in my uh, Samsung notes. But uh, this is what I wrote because I couldn't remember his name. Read the first line. <laughs> General Fishstick. <laughs> I couldn't remember General Carbon. So, I was like, General Fishstick here to fuck everything up. I'm gonna send that to myself. General fish stick. Uh, so you like fishes, fish sticks, fish sticks. Uh, I did also put a small uh, note here for the what the Star Wars annual, the first one with the undercover motherfucker, and the, one of the quotes that he said. It was along the lines of "The Emperor's great at everything, but being good," and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, he is great at everything. He's great at everything, but being a good person, and that that's that's why he's the best villain. It's true. That's why he's the best villain. Vader is not even the greatest at everything. Vader can do pretty much anything he wants, but if you put up another strong motherfucker, I mean, he's gonna struggle. The Emperor just will out. He won't even have to try. He's already outthought you. He's the greatest at everything, but being good. Until I, Vader just picks him up. Crumb. It's seriously like. Trump. General Fishstick here. That is one part of the last... Uh, uh, Operation Tata Sauce engage. Where's my lemon juice, motherfucker? Most of it. 
that is one thing of uh, Return of the Jedi that I really do cringe at. It's like, after everything, Vader just picked him up. So, let's build on that because... So, even canonly, I think, canonically... I think that's the right word. Uh, and Legends, both of them have been... showed. They show Sidious testing Vader in many, many different ways. So, that goes t- two ways. Clearly, Sidious doesn't trust him and or thinks he could... Vader could potentially kill him. <clears throat> or, throughout so many trials that he completed... He does trust him now. I feel like what they did was, I mean, even in like uh, Rise of Darth Vader, I think the uh, the pro, oh, the pro, I see what you mean. The prologue was like, I'm gonna send twenty fuckers at him, and if they kill him, you're not worthy. I see what you mean. And then by like, the time he, you get to Return of the Jedi, he's like, he's dude, gone through all the tests, and Palpatine trusts him. It wasn't on. even fucking close. He murdered tw- twenty of my uh, Sith lords or whatever, my Sith yeah, people. I get that. I but, get that. I mean, in Legends and everything else, he sent people after people after Vader. All the Inquisitors and everything. Vader just made it through everything. He's there. He's there for the That's long haul. That's a good haul. point. So he, I he, can understand that. Because you got to think, the Emperor has like, what, two people that he trusts? Like, out of the entire galaxy. And that's why he's the Emperor. Asameta and Vader? Well, I was just say, well, Masameta is funny because you said it. Um, is he still around by then? I hope so. Uh, he has to be in the background. No one's killed him. There's no cannon kill of him. I know he's in Tarkin, but that takes place before four, so I don't know if he's still around. If anybody knows the true uh, beliefs? Send us a telegram if you know if Masamet is still alive. Well, what I was gonna say is like he he trusts Tarkin. He trusts Vader. Uh, I don't know about Tarkin. He doesn't not trust him. I wish I uh, I read the Tarkin novel four years ago. I don't remember the details. I feel like there's stuff in there where Tarkin's still like, this guy doesn't trust Trying him. to prove himself. Yeah. He, well, again, that's before four, but at the same time. Well, I guess uh, what proved it, tell the what, Emperor. What proved it to me was the Rise of Darth Vader book where the Emperor was almost pinning Vader and Tarkin against each other because he understood Tarkin's skills and abilities. And he said, Vader, even you could learn something from this dude. Yeah. Like, you have your place, but so does this. So does this fucker. Yeah. And he's not... It's almost like, Vader, he's gonna do half your job. You don't have to run every fucking thing anymore. Just let him do it. But they butted heads, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this That's dude. the real problem with the dark side. Like, that's their real downfall, is that it's that's hard to trust only, people. Is that the only one? No, I mean, like... Your there's... skin cracks. <laughs> you got no dick. Everything's burnt off. No, there is some... Got actual benefits to being the dark side. That's why I think the the character of Revan is so interesting to me because the dark side is seductive. It's powerful, but everybody loses themselves okay. in the power. Okay, easier, easier, more seductive. Yeah, he says. Yoda says. You know what Yoda but doesn't everybody say? Everybody loses is- themselves in the power because it overtakes you. That's why I thought it was so interesting with the character of Revan that he's able to control it. Um. See, okay, but yeah, at some point it's gonna it's gonna take you over. My question same is same with Kylo. Like even if he is a double agent, he tries to go to the dark side to do the right thing in the end, tries to kill his dad to prove something to Snoke, even though he doesn't actually want to. But there are some moments where he like truly does slip. If he is a double agent. Chewie slips? To be confirmed. Unconfirmed, confirmed. Chewie Ren. Chewbacca Ren. 
I love Chewbacca. All right, are we going on something else? Do you have another thing to say? I do, but go ahead. I want to bounce around a little bit. Are you, are we done or what? No, not done yet. Uh, we got to talk about the lovely behind-the-scenes photo that we got from The Mandalorian. Let me real quick. Oh, okay. What I was going to do is I, while I was at Barnes & Noble this weekend, I picked up the Jedi, I think it was just called the Jedi book. You know those, that tr- trilogy, it was the Jedi book, Sith book, so, and then there's a bounty hunter code? Yep. I picked up the Jedi one, and I didn't read through the entire thing, but there were some things that I will touch upon. Mainly, in that is the Jedi code, and it has like excerpts about, there's like, what, the five things, passion leads, uh, or there's harmony, or what, all of it. So it kind of gives a small description of all of it. And I'd like to walk through and break that down. Because also, there are excerpts of actual Jedi that comment on that stuff. And there's a lot of stuff in there. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, baby. Obi- we were playing Battlefront earlier today. And Obi-Wan killed somebody and then spat out some Jedi knowledge. <laughs> like, you know how they talk to each other when in Heroes vs. Villains and everything? <laughs> to be like, or not to be, bitch. Like, <laughs> as it was before it was ever. <laughs> he like kills him. No, he struck some villain down. <laughs> he struck down, Jesus Christ. He uh, he took out a villain, and then he was like, there is no... To be. So, what, what, what's the Jedi code? I can't remember. There's no uh, emotion, there's peace? Yeah, he's, he, he literally said that. I was like... <sighs> See, checkmark. Battlefront can be so fucking good. Checkmark. God damn. Actually, th- I do... And that's one thing that we didn't uh, talk with uh, Elliot about... Their commentation between characters, like it's if I'm really Anakin, cool. if I'm Anakin and I'm running up and attacking Grievous, there's a specific comment that happens, yeah, and you're it's like, "Really good, dude." He was attack. I was attacking Grievous today, and he's like, "You're much shorter." I'm like, "Oh, bitch!" <laughs> yeah, or when Han and Lando are on the same team, they talk to each other. They have some shit to say. I love it. Anakin Obi Wan, it's really good. That's cool. All right, so let's check out this photo that's been raving the Star Wars fans. It's this is from uh, John Favreau's Instagram, and it's about the Mandalorian. It's a behind-the-scenes oh, yeah. shot. It's fucking dope, and it's Taika Waititi, who is the director of Thor Ragnarok, who is we we knew he was going to be in the show, but we didn't know what. And he's in the vocal booth here, and there's a shot on the screen of IG88, and he's like vo- doing voiceover work. What I'm so, trying to see is there's. There's a minute marker on the screen. Eight? Eight twenty-two something. So this is early in uh in one of the episodes, supposedly, I guess. Well, what does it say? 108 production 20, 1903, 19. I don't like I don't know what how they label things. But hopefully I don't think uh, that's important. The important part is it's IG fucking 88. It's Taika fucking Watiti. And there's an Iron Mandalorian helmet. Is that a, a golden one? Get it? Iron Mandalorian. I wish. Tony Stark. Iron Man. Tony Stank. DeLorean. The DeLorean, like back in time. God damn. 88 miles an hour. It's a Mandalorian helmet <laughs> with the Iron Man colors. <laughs> oh, I get it now. No one noticed that. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't notice that because I thought the red was like a shadow. Like there was a, for whatever reason, they had a red light back here. And that's just kind of how it was showing on there. I didn't realize it was actually painted like that. So that's. I, I noticed anymore. it, but I uh, I did not put two and eight together. It's just, it's so cool. This, to me, is peak, like, exactly what Star Wars fans want. Seeing this, seeing IG-88 on screen, mm-hmm. we can't see the other half of the screen, so who knows what's there. He's talking to and fucking Greedo. It, like, talking to Greedo. Oh, man. I Fra- just, 
it's just wet dream Star Wars. Stuff. You know who is probably the biggest character outside of Boba Fett with the least amount of screen time? Greedo. Everybody knows Greedo. Oh, I bet so. Oh, you mean the most well-known character that has nothing yeah. to do? That has, there's what? He should also be in fucking Battlefront. Fuck it. Come on, baby. They has, That's what I mean. They have so much opportunity. I was saying this the other day. So this is a cool photo. That's about it. What I have to say about it. <laughs> I'm excited. I was saying this the other day. Like, They really could, even though it's already been out for a year and a half, they really could take a team and focus at, uh, at DICE on Battlefront 2 and improve it. Like They could really milk that game for like another two years if they did it the right way without having to make a whole new Battlefront 3 or anything. They just need to really put some time what, into it. But what are they doing? Adding to LucasArts or Lucas whatever. Yeah, well, so that was... I guess they did come out before uh, since the last episode. There was job postings at Lucasfilm Games. The rumor was LucasArts is coming back. That's not true. There's already people at Lucasfilm that work in games, and they're like the correspondence between Lucasfilm and DICE for all the franchises. Still, they're adding. They're they like, are adding, yeah. And I think mainly for Fallen Order... Um, but I don't know if they're beefing up like new games that are to come out. But yeah, I mean, they really like there are really good guts to Battlefront. As much as we complain about it, there are there's there's really good guts. And if they came back and the they would, you know what over, the guts are called Star Wars. Oh, they over the course of a year were to add like twelve new heroes and twelve new maps and a couple new game modes. Like North Mopar, they could it really could be a good fucking game. Lord I am Mopar. just afraid that they are past that point and already looking on to future games. Honestly, you, just, fucked, you fucked around too much on this one. I would agree. I would put my money towards the next one because just do it right. Just do it fucking right. Yeah. Hello, Harrison Whitney. We'll see what happens with Fallen Order. Uh, off of the Battlefront, I didn't put this on the list because I forgot about it for a second, but they uh, they announced the new game mode that actually comes out Conquest. in two days. Conquest. So it's called Capital Supremacy. And it consists of two sections. So you start on a planet, on a map, and it is conquest mode. So there's multiple command points. They all start neutral and you have to capture them, et cetera, et cetera. Just like the OG Battlefront. So I'm excited for that. Once you capture them, you rack up uh, transports. And once you get to a certain amount, then you transport off the planet onto one of the capital ships. And then you have to take command points in the capital ship. And then if you once you take them all, you win. Shit. Okay, because Battlefield kind of has one of the like us, the naval assault yeah, or whatever naval, it was, naval strike or something. That is uh, so it's kind of like that. Cool, yeah. Because once you take it like the majority, then you can start boarding their ship. Right. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I mean it's an interesting new game mode. The issues of which they are a plenty start with there's only one map. It's Geonosis. So there's. A new Geonosis map. You made an entire fucking game mode. You know, what for I'm saying? one map. It's if you could, if you had to summarize the issues with Battlefront Two, it's this with this update. So there's one new map on Geonosis, different from the Galactic Assault map. Once you get the transports, then obviously if the uh, CIS is the good guys, then you go to the CIS ship. So like the Invisible Hand, I can't remember the name of the ship. So let me, or if the clones are the good guys, then you go to the Venator class Star Destroyer. So let me play this out. You can't do... You so there's three new maps, technically. But playing this out, you cannot play it outside of the droids and the clones. Well, it's Clone Wars era only to start. Which I'm okay with that. No, But the I'm fact not. that it's Geonosis only, because every if you play that game mode, 
the Geonosis map is going to be the same every single time. And then you're just going to flip back between the two, uh, the two ship interiors, which are probably going to be the same points, but like, just look, they look different. Probably dude. Battle battlefront two for Xbox. The coolest thing was I could be on fucking Tantive four as general goddamn grievous. I know that doesn't make sense, but I don't care. That's what I want. Why is it? Oh my God. Star Wars is great. It's, it's Battlefront 2 has been one step forward, two steps back. Like that. They're Since do- launch. Yeah. It's just, I'm. It's unfortunate. Fall in order. You better fucking balls it they all. They really like respawn has a lot of weight on the shoulders to fix the thing. Fix the thing. Fix the thing. Fix the Star Wars IP for games. I mean, I'm honestly surprised that like Lucasfilm has let it go this far. The sad part. Oh, see, my voice is. I'm losing my voice, guys. Don't think any less of me. (laughs) The sad part is there are people at Dice that like are good developers and love Star Wars and are trying to do what they can do, but you know they're getting assigned to other games or they can't. What are you looking at? Look at the last comment. The name. What? On the fucking Favreau. Everyone, please. If you're live with us, let me direct your attention back. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber fans will... Right here. Excuse me, Flo. I'm sorry for everybody that's just listening. Yeah. We are we are uh, we were, zoomed in. We were in. looking back at that john favreau image and there was a comment on the instagram page and the username is excuse me flow flow like the tv show sorry slight diversion yeah so there's uh, definitely problems with battlefront it's unfortunate um yeah so the game mode is launching with just one map the issue is that if you play that game mode you're literally playing geonosis on repeat on repeat on exactly. repeat on repeat no one wants that that's a problem one step forward here's conquest mode Two steps back. It's one map, and it's Clone Wars only. That makes me not want to... I don't care. I'm, that that's Here's the nail in the coffin for me. Here's the Clone Wars heroes. Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda, Grievous. and Chewbacca. Grievous. Chewbacca is not a Clone Wars era hero, even though he was alive back then. And here's the dark side. Grievous. Clone Wars people. Dooku, Grievous, Maul, and Palpatine. Palpatine was alive back then, but he wasn't fucking Darth Sidious in the Battle of Geonosis. The fact that they only have three Clone Wars era people on each side is like, that's an issue. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. They can't like make a full roster. What's the original trilogy for the light side? Leia, Han. Luke, Han, Leia, Lando, Lando Chewie. That's five. Clone Wars people have three. They had to throw in Chewie to make it four, is what I'm saying. And they had to throw in Palpatine to make it four. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. You could throw in, like, Mace Windu. Like, Qui-Gon at this Jin. point, we should have all those people. Mace Windu, Qui-Gon You know what Jin, I mean? We, sh- Fisto. we should have, like... Asajj Ventress. 16 heroes on each side. You're right. I guess maybe... What do you think the holdup is? That it takes so much to create... Like, because the, the games are so advanced, I guess, is... I think over a year ago, they already diminished the resources that they have to pour into the game. I agree. And they're giving us what they can, they possibly can... But what do we get? 75 un- bucks a month? It's unfortunately not enough. You know, because when Battlefield 5 came out, they pulled a lot of those same developers over to work on Battlefield 5. So, yeah, it's just... I mean, it's unfortunate. I'm definitely going to play the game mode and see how, how it goes firsthand. Conquest in itself, I think, will be a nice change-up. 
just galactic assault is so linear and it pisses me off. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I, I can't judge too much until we actually play it, but it's not telling. And it's to me, it's just the same exact thing that's been happening uh, from for this game uh, since the beta was over. And it just keeps going on and on. Just to wrap up and continue a little bit on gaming. Uh, just to wrap this up and also not stop recording. I, I mentioned this earlier <laughs> when, we were, when we were gaming. Uh, Far Cry is the most intense game I've ever played in my entire fucking life. Mm. It really, really is. If you've never played a Far Cry, and I know I'm late to the game. I'm late to the fucking party Which already. Which one are you starting with? Uh, Far Cry 4 was super cheap, and that's like the, the staple, I guess. Dude, it's so fucking intense. It's it, You kind of get... You get... It's like wilderness survival and shooter. Wilderness right? survival, shooter, like backwater terrorism, but you're on, well, of course, the good side. But, like, you, uh, long story short, you're, you're somebody's son. Like a, a big somebody. And then you come, you're, you're basically saved and you get to this little city and the city starts getting terrorized because you're there. And you're like, dude, I don't want any, like, I want to leave, but you can't. So you start helping people out. Uh, and uh, it, it's almost a little bit like Fallout-esque where you got to go to radio stations and turn the, the like terrorist propaganda off. And you get to one of Propaganda. them, and then and then you get like a walkie-talkie. Dude, you need to get back here. These people are murdering our, our people in town, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. And, you and, just got to keep uh, doing tasks. It, dude, it's completely open, though. You don't, like, take this vehicle to over there. It's like, well, I what do I have? I need to find a gun real quick. I need to, oh, there's a four-wheeler. I'll just jump on a four-wheeler, and I'll get there and... Uh, they're, they're, they're burning. Dude, they're burning people. There's like flamethrowers. There's innocent people. And you're like, ah! like, it's like, you need to make it happen now. And it's so, you feel bad, man. It's that yeah. personal that like, I, oh my God, look at all these dead people. Why didn't I fucking do this earlier, quicker, or better? I was like fucking around with that monkey in the bushes. <laughs> no, God damn it. That big bad wolf, baby. <laughs> Oh man, it, it's but there's ugh, there's so many aspects to the game where like no matter what you do, you can do it right, wrong, in between, and a bit of it. So it is 100 percent the most intense game I've ever played. Excuse me, Flo. That's good to hear, man. It's good when a, it's isn't that crazy nowadays it, with how gaming is. It's really good when a good game comes along. No joke, and it's it's difficult because I have to like ramp myself up to play it. That's the issue. It's not easy to play. I I did two extreme Takes a lot of mental stress. I did, yeah, it does. I played two extremely small missions. I got to a point, the city was being attacked, so I ran back, saved. I mean, as much people as I could. I had to jump into a burning building to save a fucking little girl, dude. You're outside of the building, and you just hear her screaming. Sounds intense. And you're like, oh my God, where's a window? And there's no windows or doors on the fucking front of it. I had to like go around the building and break this like random upstairs window. And I'd go, dude, you're like, I can hear her fucking screaming, dude. Trying to puzzle solve while it's, you're. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to try that out. So that happened. And then after I did that, uh, the, re oh, they call them rebels in that. The rebels take hostages across town. And you're supposed to like save us. At, it says. The crazy thing is it says save at least two. You're like. At least. Yeah. It's like Goldeneye. Save at least one scientist and double O agent. 
But this is like personal, dude. It is the same along the same lines, but it's like save at least two hostages. And there's like eight people, and it's just you. Shit. It's like you with a bow and arrow, and you can pick up a gun, but as soon as you shoot the gun, they're all alerted and they'll just start murdering people. Oh, yeah, because it's because the sound of it because it's so loud. That's cool. It's so fucking it's crazy. That's really cool. So I did I did the fucking town saving and I saved at least two. I walked around I'm like, oh, baby. Look, I know everybody's laughing at me because Fallout or whatever. I'm sorry. Far Cry 4 has been out for like Far what, Cry six, seven. seven years. Uh, it is a very, very intense. Speaking of Fallout, did you ever bother with 76? No. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Fallout. Four, I still personally think was great. It was like, all right. So three was why I got into it. Three was great, but it wasn't. Three's world renowned, yeah. But it wasn't open world. I think Fallout. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Partially, as much as Oblivion was, yeah. Well, but there was in betweens. Like you, you would walk into a door, and then there was like a very closed in. You had to go from here to here, but there were bad guys. And then it, the other door at the end of wherever you were would open up to the rest of the map. It wasn't completely open. That's how they all are, though. Mm-mm. No, Fallout. Like Skyrim, once you get into a cave, like that's its own thing. No, to get to another side of the map, you would have to go through this very closed section. You couldn't just like it wasn't free. I'm just saying, Fallout Four, a uh, lot or that's uh, not true. New Vegas was open. I think Fallout New- Three was not like that. You could walk across the entire map. Mm-mm. Yeah, you could. It was just like Oblivion. You could walk across the entire map if you wanted to. Maybe it, when maybe, you get into caves or cities or something. Maybe that was it. I guess because I know it was in DC. Are you trying and to make shit up, bro. It was truth. You might be right. But yeah, I never. You know, seventy six got shit reviews. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I wouldn't put money into it. It's unfortunate because Bethesda. And I, I would. I'm curious to know what the issue is, and if you know EA is is falling under the same problems. Look, look because, who's here, baby. Oh, uh, what's up? Fallout uh, 3 outside was all open. 76, 76 is garbage. garbage. Shouldn't you be in bed? Don't you have school in the morning? But didn't he just said Fallout 3 outside was all open. But That's how all of those games are, though. Once you get into a town or get into a building, that's its own little unit. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And then the map itself outside is all open world. I, I guess my point was like the Fallout 3 inside buildings were so enclosed. Like Fallout... Four or like Skyrim, you walk into a White Run and it's like open world again inside of it. That's how three I, was. I don't remember. It that. just wasn't maybe spring break, baby. Three, nice party central. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it, guys. Uh, three was a couple years before Skyrim, though, so that's probably why. Just technology wise, yeah. what they were limited by. It's been a while since I played three, but that was the reason I got Same into here, it. Yeah, Vegas yeah I never, bad. I never got into Fallout as much as I did Oblivion. Like I, we. Butterclone and I played a lot of Fallout 3. You played a lot of Oblivion. Um, but yeah, I never liked it as much as I liked Oblivion and stuff. See. I never got into Oblivion. I bought it for like a dollar one day. And I but you like Skyrim. Yeah, of course. It's the same same situation, just different world. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we saying? I was going to jump into something. Oh, I've been playing Sekiro. I saw you playing that. What is that? So it's the new game from the Dark Souls developers from Soft. Uh, and it's similar because all their games are a similar feel, similar text and like supernatural and kind of like horror-esque, but it's Japanese inspired. So you're a shinobi, you're like a samurai. All right. And you have to go through, uh, basically like you're supposed to protect this young dude who's the heir and like you fail and this general cuts your arm off. 
then you get a prosthetic arm, Excellent. and then you have like a bunch of attachments. You have like a like a grappling hook and an axe and all Mega that Man. kind of stuff. You're a Japanese Mega Man. Just the left hand though. And then right hand you got your katana. So I did watch the trailer for that. My the gist of it. I mean, here, I mean at least you're saying it properly. It was, let me hear the just of it. The it was like the battle sequence action of the Dark Souls. It was the theme time period of Dynasty Warriors, and it was the scariness of Resident Evil. Because I was noticing even during the trailer that and they a little like, bit of sneaking and moving like Assassin's Creed. And that's Resident Evil, man. You're it's terrifying. Where you no, were, I'm talking about the, the the moving around, like you can sneak and you can like grapple up to a tree and like oh, yeah, yeah. creep along the walkways and stuff and like assassinate people. Um, but I noticed the way they focus in on the enemies when they're there. See, yeah, mobility of assassins. Goomba Creed. knows what's up. He don't. He know. He do. <laughs> he do. Yeah, I just the way they like focus. Also, I'm just talking about the uh, the enemies. Where you, they would almost taunt you, and it was like a creepy, fucked up taunt. That's why I love Resident, Dark Souls. Resident yeah. Evil does that, dude. There'd be like just fucking zombies, and then they'd look at you and yeah. be like, "Wow!" And you're like, uh, <laughs> "All right, disturb song cue." I don't. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's good so far. I'm, I'm only about like an hour and a half in, so I'm still did all the training and stuff in like the first uh level i guess if you could say level but it's similar enough to dark souls where i love it like it has the almost no loading time except for when you die and the whole world's kind of connected uh similar fighting style but it's different enough from dark souls that it is its own thing for sure um and the japanese influence the eastern influence is very cool yeah and then it starts off like it's very samurai and like actual humans and warriors and then it gradually slips into more supernatural stuff and like some really fucked up creatures that you're fighting and Lord Vader. like giants and weird like midget creatures and like there's some weird <laughs> shit that happens. Uh, but it's cool so far. So I'm excited. It's a good start. And uh, yeah, so Goomba's saying that it's a lot harder than Dark Souls. Uh, so far, I would say it's about as hard. The fighting style is different. So the trick is like all of us that love FromSoft because we love Dark Souls... We have to relearn how to play the game because we're thinking it's like Dark Souls where you have to roll out of the way of everything. But the combat style and the defense and everything is different. So I kind of got to relearn the game. But it's good so far. I'm, Unlearn what I you have it. learned. Exactly. Yoda about it. Exactly. So it's a good start, though. Good beginning. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. It only came out like a, two days ago. Yeah, it came out on Friday. So good day, Galaxy. So... Um, let's see. That's it. The only thing else on our list is celebration stuff. Let's wait on that until celebration. Well, it's about like how celebration is going to operate and work. Yeah, no one cares. Get to it. But we care because we're going. I care. I did a little solo episode. Actually, I talked about most of this. Oh, there you go. Then it's already been touched. Yeah, it's already been touched. Don't worry about it. Go back and listen to that episode. Awesome. Good day, Galaxy. We did, uh, what do we got? Golden Grams. Golden Grams with the Deep Search Baltic Porter. It was probably, it was the best out of our cereal infusions. So thank you, Land Grant, for the donation of beer. Whoa. It was delicious. You can take those home if you want. I don't want Have it. some fucking cereal. I don't have it. Uh, it was delicious. So three out of three for the Golden Grams one. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch was a one, and the Honey Nut Cheerios were a two. Golden Grams was the best so far. Kept so, it off, yeah. Easy. Ask us questions. If you're going to do an infusion, we've learned a little bit from trying it. And then we're back to our Tavor goodness as of 
next episode. Uh, celebration is like, it's close, man. It's three like weeks ago? Two weeks away. <laughs> it's two weeks and like day, three days, days, man. I'm looking, awesome. I'm so excited. Hogan Garrison, he says, I need tickets. What, uh, celebration? There's a couple. I think we have actually somebody in the um, in our podcasting group that has one that can't go. It has a five-day pass if you want one. Also, if you don't want to spend money on a five-day pass, I have Thursday night and Friday available. Oh, you got to sell those. Yeah, I haven't put them up yet. So, Hogan, if you if you are interested in, in yeah, going, DM us. We might have some tickets. Like Friday or something like that. Yeah. Let, let me know. Uh, we didn't talk about Thrones. That's all right. We don't have to. That's all right. Um, three out of three with the beer. Yep. Talked a lot about the comics. Also, yeah, I won guess the scene, so it's the best episode ever in Britain. Baby. All right. Well, if we want to keep going. Spoofy quanti. I don't need anything. Ding-a-ling, make it ring. Gonna sing. Close. End it. End it. It's ended. My name is Obi. My name is Obi Wan. Uh, oh, I drink the beer. Uh, uh, I'm in yeah. the sand. Give me a chicken. Uh, eat the chicken. Give me a chicken. Simmer uh, it up. Give but, me a chicken. Butterball. <laughs> <laughs> that's turkey. That's Fuck. Oh, I'll say that's ham. That's turkey. But I think you're right. Butterball. Give me a chicken. Give me a chicken. Give me a chicken. Give me a chicken. Rogue Squadron Chicken Cast. You guys can't hear it, but we got our intro music going on. So chicken if you're live with us. Squadron Rogue Cast. <laughs>